She wants to break up every night. She wants to break up every night. Don't wanna wait until she finally decides to man. For May 17, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Well, the beeps got eliminated. <laughs> As predicted last week. Ah, and then I, I, I thought about this over and over. And then wonder, is there a solution to this? And I you know, if anyone knew the answer to the Maple Leafs getting eliminated in another round without winning a cup, I just go, and people are so joyous, you know, over the moon two weeks ago when they were like, they won their first, first round in 19 years. But I also remember the Philly series in 2004, so it ended worse, to be honest, than 19 years ago. And I'm... I'm fucking speechless, uh, but yet it's apathetic towards it because I'm not surprised. I said this a week ago when game two ended against the Florida Panthers and way they gave up those two goals in like 67 seconds, 44 seconds apart, you know, 67 seconds into the second period. That was it. They fell back into their old habit. Winning the first round, I thought they got the monkey off their back, hopefully, but that did not happen. In fact, it got worse. To be completely honest, even the first round, people are throwing a lot of stats, like the big four, the Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, John Tavares, they fucking produced in the first round, man. Well, that, it's kind of misrepresented because if you watch the entire fucking series, other than the game two of the Tampa first round, they got absolutely outplayed and outfaced off in every single fucking game in that series, and they barely hung, hung on to survive. So I said this last week or two weeks ago, which was... How the hell is this team going to beat either the Boston Bruins or the Florida Panthers? That was my question at that time. You're just getting outplayed by whatever. So, I don't... I This is already a trouble. And it became so fucking evident. And I also started thinking about other sports in this thing, you know. So, you can think of this as a follow-up to episode 219 from two years ago. When I said all aboard the Leafs, June 2nd, 21, after they blew the Montreal thing uh, in the shortened season, you know, not the bubble season. But I just go, it's been six seasons of this, going back to 2018, 2019 season, I would say, or 2017, 2018, if you want to count that. I'm, first of all, I am... I absolutely think there needs to be a fundamental shift on how this team is run. You know, from the roster composition to way they make really no adjustment throughout the fucking series, including this Florida one. You know, I think Sit Sixero and some people already covered it, which is like, dude, Sheldon Keefe ain't cutting it. Like, he doesn't know what his best fucking lineup is in May, May of the fucking season. You know, seven months later, after the season started. And he basically burned through all the gas tank that's left of, like, players like Mark Giordano and then TJ Brody, probably. And I just go, like, why did you run them so fucking hard? Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't care for the regular season for the last two, three seasons, to be completely honest. I don't buy it. I, I don't buy it. So, and... If you look at around the league, 
you know, the same thing's also happening. You know, Edmonton Oilers, who just got eliminated, is going through the same existential crisis. You know, they're going through Rangers. They're going through the same, although I'm kind of on the fence about the Rangers because I think they were, like, kind of thinly put together, you know? So Colorado Avalanche, they won the Cup last year, but they were, you know, kind of limping their way into the playoffs. So, and then if you look at the rest of the league, as entertaining as a first round that it was, like the rest of the teams that are remaining, none of them have fucking stars. You cannot tell me that the Dallas Stars, the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Carolina pa- uh, Carolina Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes, and the Florida Panthers, none of them have a superstar other than maybe Matthew Kachuk. But even that case is like a bit of a head case. He's not a super, superstar, although he's a hard trophy, like... MVP nominee at this point. Every single team with a so-called superstar got fucking shut down in this playoffs. And there, I would say there's a lot more clutching and grabbing than I remember over the last decade, certainly. But for the Maple Leafs, this is not an excuse. Some fans are blaming the refereeing and all that. Yeah, it's, it's inconsistent, but it, I'm, I'm sorry. It's been six fucking playoffs of this mental breakdown of them. And four of those seasons are with this current head coach, Sheldon Keefe. So my first solution right now, he ain't coming back next season. He ain't coming back. This guy is one of the youngest coaches in the NHL who won the AHL trophy, Calder Cup. Never won in the O with the Sault Ste. Marie. Never, I don't think to my recollection, CCHL before that. I'm sorry, his awful lack of adjustments you know with, even with a roster composition is totally unacceptable you know there are moments that I just go leaves like the depth blah 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 laugh you know and then I just go I'll, I'll be honest I would have mixed and matched some of the lineups just to throw them off not just the 11-7 combo they threw out there you, you know just keeping Matthews Marner you know and then just like mixing it with O'Reilly and all that, I just go, it's not going to work. This is not going to work. I would have mixed it with, like, throw Matthews in there or Barner with the rest of the checking lineup, guys. I think, like, Laftery and then, like, Kerfoot, you know, they were hanging in there better in some aspects against the Panthers. They had no answer to the Florida Panthers' forecheck and just the persistent, pesky thing they're doing, but that's a way to win the fucking playoffs. And I saw some shit like Steve Simmons wrote three months ago because I thought this too at first. And then until I thought about it, watching the clips, which was the fault on a big four, which I'm going to get to. The solution is you need to get rid of half of them. You cannot get rid of. So out of the big four, John Tavares cannot be moved. No one's going to take his contract. You can't buy him out. I'm going to say right now, you can't buy him out. I am sorry, I'm not going through that Darcy Tucker, Phil Kessel, Dion Fun of nonsense again, where they pay, they ease the cap space now and suffer for the next seven seasons or no, none of that bullshit. So Tavares is out. Then you're down to Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and William Nylander. And I always say, hey, Nylander, I like him. I said this two years ago. I said this last year. I don't know why people are knocking on Nylander. Nylander uses his size, and has the best way to fucking enter the offensive zone out of four of them, using his speeds and the size. 
and then actually give you know get in there. I'm not gonna say they give a shit because all of them give a shit. They just don't know how to do it. So to me, you really need to look at a philosophical shift here with a cap space that's getting taken up. You know, people are talking about Austin Matthews. Will he come back? Will he not come back? I I've been saying for a while. Although he's giving lip service, even in the exit interview they did, I don't think he's coming back. I think he'll sign a contract, but it would be like, whatever. I would not give him $14 million a year for eight seasons. And Marner's already locked in, right? So I'm like, why? Locked in for two more seasons. But for all three of them, two of them, have no movement clause kicking in July 1st. And Matthew is eligible to talk extension also on the July 1st because he has one year left. Marner has two years left. Nylander has a limited no movement clause. I think he limits like 10 teams or something starting July 1st. I am not sure if you fire the general manager because I don't know whom to get. I don't want to give Stan Bowman or Joel Quinville for the head coaching job. I don't want any of those Blackhawks. I don't want to give them a fucking chance. They don't deserve it. They haven't earned the opportunity, given what they did. But I will be, I'll be very frank, because like, we need some fundamental shift here, starting with the head coach. Your homeboy ain't coming back. This Sault Ste. Marie nonsense ain't coming back. Number two, these four ain't doing it. Six seasons of it has not happened. I don't want to see this team turning into the San Jose Sharks who had Joe Thornton, Patrick Marlowe, and then never figured it out. Got to one final, never figured it out. So you got to like make some fundamental shift here and like rock the core a little bit. As a way I see it, three, four of them, Four of them occupying 44% plus Morgan Riley, like taking up good, half the cap space for five people is absolutely impossible. It's not going to happen. And you know, you see Edmonton Oilers and other teams kind of running into the same crunch. And then if I were them, I would look into something like fucking trade either Marner or Matthews for fucking Dreisaitl. Dude, maybe both of them need change of scenery. I don't think these players are going to convert. And then Steve Simmons argued that maybe Austin Matthews need to be Steve Eiserman. If you don't know, Steve Eiserman was like scoring at least three-digit number of points every season for like 10 years, 12, 11 years. But the Red Wings went nowhere. So Scotty Bowman, the legendary coach, came in and said, you need to change your game. You need to be a two-way player. And then put him on a line with Darren McCarty and then like all these like fucking checking line people. you know. And then the rest is history. I don't think that argument exactly holds with this team because you don't have the fucking luxury of that time. This isn't the 90s anymore. And if you want to look at Marner, he's already a two-way player. But he's dogging it. He's not dogging it. He's overthinking it, turning it over, and playoff after playoff at the critical moments. Matthews never killed a penalty. You're going to all of a sudden make him that? I mean, I would love to have seen him, like, take his size and skating skills. And he's gotten better at back-checking and shit, but he still gives it away. Unless he has an open lane for a shot, he's fucking shut down. There's no other way that he would be able to score. Panthers completely moved him to the boards 
so that he gets away from the open space in the center and the entry and yada yada yada. And he doesn't create like Nylander does. And you want to give him $14 million to eight years and say, oh, you got two years to figure it out, to be a little more defensive and creative. You're 26. I'm sorry. We don't have time for that. So the only answer is get other people. You'll not get an equal value. I'm going to say that right now. You're not going to get an equal value to Austin Matthew at that, at that generational talent. But whatever the 70 cents on the dollar that you get back at best case scenario, at least you clear the cap space. At least you add some two, three skaters that's at depth that's better than this. Whatever he has produced so far. Bruins traded away Joe Thornton. Bruins traded away Tyler Sagan. And they got into the greener pasture. It ain't happening. I'm sorry. I am picking Matthews first because I think he's going to get the most value out of it. And then I like the way Marner plays two-way. I can argue for the other way also. Marner ain't big enough. 5'9", 170-pound scrawny kid is going to get fucking pushed around. So either bulk up or get the fuck out. I could say that also. And then Marner, being a two-way player, could probably fork get more value. Honestly, if if you don't move these two and you find the creative way, creative find the sucker to take John Tavares, you're not going to get a value out of it other than, hey, you free up an $11 million cap space. What the fuck is $11 million going to do? And then you'll be arguing, like, but PK, you, you want to trade away Marner and Matthews or, and or Matthews. That's going to clear up 11, less than 11 million at that point. True, but I'm like, I'm not confident that Tavares is going to return value. And then he has a full new movement clause, so he ain't moving. Mm-hmm. For the Panthers series, I got to be fucking honest. They're winning face-offs and shit. But then winning face-offs is apparently uh, against the common logic. <laughs> Because Tampa was winning face-offs on the Leafs, and then, like, Leafs somehow pulled it through. Leafs are winning face-offs against the Panthers, and then the Panthers fucking pulled it through. And, you know, you look at even the NBA. I look at, like, Sixers. They fire their head coach, Doc Rivers. They're having their existential crisis also. Will they ever break through with Joel Embiid, who went quiet? James Harden ain't fucking pulling it. Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. Uh, you look at Golden State and they're like, oh, we're not a championship team. And then they were having some existential, existential questioning. Right? They're at the inflection point with Draymond Green being gone. Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Didn't make it happen. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, they just ran all over. More well-rounded team. Fucking won. If you look at... I'm comparing... I'm kind of going cross league but if you look at really the key players in all these scenarios you look at and go what are what do they have in common they have all have star players mvp caliber level of players but either the coach chokes sons fire their head coach too and all of all of these teams have a common thread of like none of them won that on their fucking own kevin durant you know he's trying to like Hey, I'll, I can win on my own too, which hasn't happened yet. I'll be fucking honest. And you can't do it alone. Even in the NBA, star-driven league, you can't do it alone. So what do they all do? The Maple Leafs, the Oilers, the Suns, the Sixers. What do they all do? 
I I gotta be honest, cause I you know how three weeks ago when Milwaukee Bucks got bounced by the Miami Heat, and then the reporter asked the question, "Do you consider this season the season of failure, Giannis?" And then Giannis gave a very eloquently nice answer, saying, "It's not a failure. Is every season that Michael Jordan didn't win the sixth championship is are they failures?" True, but he's in a place where he can say that because he finally won one two years ago. Otherwise, there are a lot of doubts in his head. But, you know, that's sort of the confidence and swagger that he carries. I achieved a lot in my career. I understand. But I think the Oilers said in their exit interviews, like Neon Dreisaitl, is like, it's cup or nothing for us. At, at least they fucking admitted it. I'm glad they said it. And these fucking Maple Leafs have not even, like, sniffed at being in the Stanley Cup final in the century. Forget the last 57 years. The Canucks made it, 2011. Oilers made it, 07. Ottawa Senators made it, 08. Calgary Flames made it, 2004. Montreal Habs made it in 21, upsetting the Leafs and the Jets. Other than the brand new Winnipeg Jets, that's really the Atlanta Thrashers. Every single Canadian team has made it into the Santa Claus final in this century. Other than the Jets and the Leafs. So for me, my bar is high. It's all or nothing. Even if they got to the conference final and got bounced, I would have said that's a failure. And then, to me, they're failures. Six seasons in a row. And we're not in the 90s. We're not in the 80s. These guys aren't going to play 24 years. They need to find a way, but I don't think they'll find a way. I'm sick of this shit. They played worse, in my opinion, than they did two years ago, a season ago. And this continuous mental breakdown and lack of addressing it, you know, all these players, all they caught, I'm going to sound like a grandpa, like all these star players in the NHL and in the NBA, can they do it? Can they do it? They can't do it alone. So is it general manager's fault? Or is it head coach's fault? Or is it the player's fault? Weighing all the options right now, I don't give a shit about draft and all that shit. Like the Maple Leafs track record of draft. The win now mentality takes over at this point. So they traded away all the picks. And I think the time has come to let this head coach go. And then let go either Matthews, Marner, and or both of them go. I really would. Like I said, the Bruins did it. They traded away their franchise players. And look what they, where they ended up. Philly got rid of their franchise players, Mike Richards and Jeff Carter. And the only way these two youngins figured out is when they got to the Kings two, three seasons later... And got a fucking stern head coach who knew how to keep the ego in check. Which I don't think Sheldon Keefe is doing. I just don't think they have the right composition and the right mentality to win. And bringing all these veterans, Kyle Dubas, he fucking tried. You had Joe Thornton on this team. You had Jason Spezza on this team. You had Nick Foligno on this team. You had Patrick Marlowe on this team. And to all of those moves, I always said, why? Let's win one for Joe, Jumbo Joe. 
It's one more for this. I said, fuck no. None of these fuckers won. And only winner they finally brought in was Ryan O'Reilly this season. And for a second, I was worried that, like, hey, it's like another Nick Foligno, just a rough guy. He came through in Tampa, but, like, by the Florida series, he couldn't catch up either with the speed. But I think he has a right attitude. I think he should come back. I think he'll take a pickup to come back. Give him a full season. But, like, you need to start, you know, my bandwagon <laughs> of free agency that I looked at. I was like, sign Vince Dunn out of Kraken and sign, uh, what's his name? Rakoguda, the Panthers defenseman. It's like signing Zach Bogosian, in my opinion. <laughs> But, like, the defense needs fucking work, too. They were just horrible giving away all the entries. Giordano's old and slow. Who the fuck is left? Like, like who the fuck is left? TJ Brody got fucking tired. Jake Muzzin's not coming back, I don't think. I They needed a guy like Nazim Kadri, but, hey, he was going to get paid anyway. So, and then... Some of you may be asking, BK, why would you bring back this general manager? Uh, what I would say right now is, who else? I really think he made the best deals possible this trade deadline. Getting Jake McCabe, you know, Laftery, all these guys. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, you know, and then had to trade Sandine for, who was it? Gustafson. I think there was, they had to do what they had to do. But then, Kerfoot bunting. What happened? You know? Giordano, old. He's probably going to retire at this point. But you had to bring him. Giordano wasn't awful. He just ran out of fucking gas because he's fucking 40. And only way to have flexibility in Jake McCabe. I, I like them. You know, one thing I noticed about Jake McCabe. You know, in game one, you know... He jumped into the play in the offensive zone, and then that didn't work, and then Carter Verhage came back and scored on the other end. And the Leafs never pulled that move ever again. They got fucking gun-shy. I think I saw TJ Brody jump in once in game three or four, was it? Or five? Ever since then, no defenseman ever jumped into the play and helped in the offensive part because they got gun-fucking-shy. That's also lack of adjustment, I would say. And Panthers just like came right at him. Anyways, I like Jake McCabe and I like all of them. I like the acquisitions they have made this trade deadline. And trade, you know, the draft picks are suspect, blah, blah, blah. I just like, you know what? As long as you get out of that, hey, we got to get to the Marie or nothing mindset, I'm fucking fine. And you're not, I don't know what general manager is left to turn it around. I'm going to go get the Calgary guy, Brad Living. What the fuck has he done? He was a perennial choker too. Fuck that shit. I would... I would not not mind bringing back Dubas at this point. And then he made it clear. It's like he doesn't want a general manager elsewhere. And then Pittsburgh is a rumor. Hell, I want, you know, Kyle Dubas and Sheldon Keefe and Matt Murray to go all together to, to Pittsburgh. Just... just but then I just go like, who's going to be the true disruptor of this thing? Does Dubas have it in him? The Wonder Boy? Does he have it in it to do it? 
I think he pulled a lot of great maneuvers to get the depth on this team. I didn't mind the third and fourth line of this team because they played better in the Florida Panthers round. I'll be fucking honest. I think the strategy fucking sucked. So, those are my immediate suggestions. Get a new head coach. No doubt. You need, all the options are on the table, which I like what Duba said. But realistically, you're looking at about a two, three week window as soon as the Stanley Cup Finals over, and then you're at the draft. And then you got until June 30th to pull, you know, pull the move of the fucking century. And I would fucking do it. Everything's on the table, including Matthews and Marner. They ain't doing it. They ain't cutting it. They just aren't. I'm sorry, they aren't. Six seasons of it. I would really look at, you know, trading with fucking Edmonton Dreisaitl and be like, you want to flip? You want to swap? Fuck, let's fucking do it. You think Austin Matthews all of a sudden tomorrow is going to make a difference on one team? Like the Oilers? He may. But what does he bring? Dreisaitl comes. Okay. You think maybe it's a cultural shift. Maybe it's a change of scenery. But like, hey, isn't that what happened with Florida and Calgary? Trading Jonathan Huberto, their captain, their MVP nominee for Matthew Kachuk. And what happened? Florida Panthers made a very visceral call. Going like, we ain't doing it. It's fucking embarrassing. They really ain't, oh, no, don't give a fuck mode. And they did it. And look where they are now. I think the Leafs need the same kind of shakeup. Otherwise, if you bring these four core members back, you will really have to do a lot of convincing and a huge adjustment in their game, how they play. Put on some fucking muscle. Play some fucking defense. Play with a fucking checking line. They cannot play together. Because they ain't. They ain't going to make this happen. Six seasons, didn't work out. Forget forget the playoffs. Forget one round. So anyways, that's the solution I offer. What do you think? Do you, am I being way too cutthroat here? Am I being unrealistic? I've seen enough of it for two decades from all around the league and also in the NBA. And I just go like, no one can make a hard fucking decision. And I understand that like just a trade for sake of trade may not work. That's not a good move either. But, like, I think a lot of these teams in the NHL and in the NBA are just gun-fucking-shy. Not realizing and admitting that it needs a significant cultural shift starting at the top. If your top has not performed for this long, it's probably not happening. Milwaukee Bucks pulled it through somehow. But do I think it's going to happen with Kevin Durant and like Joel Embiid and Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid in their respective organizations right now? Or David Pasternak in Boston? My answer right now is no. So, you really need to think about it. But likely, none of those teams will pull that ultimate move. And I say for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they need to pull the fucking move right now. If they don't, they will go down in a very painful rebuilding process. 
that we already went through 10 years ago. Burn it down. And that's not just going to be Dubas at that point. That's going to be Brendan Shanahan's ass, ass too. And it's like, I don't know how they're going to win it. Fix it. Two years ago, I said maybe they should consider blowing it up. They didn't. Last year, I said give them one more get a run. It didn't work out. It's over. And I'm not going to watch a regular season. I'll be fucking honest. I don't care. Get to the playoffs and tell me how you do it. Either play with some truculence and resilience and be pesky as fuck. Or completely outbody, out-talent all of them. Which, again, has not happened for six seasons. Anyways, that's my rant in a calmly manner. And, uh, yeah, I put a lot of thought into it. And I cannot think of any other options at this point. I don't think just a head coach change is going to work. Because then you got to go get Mike Babcock back. But he's very toxic, right? Anyways, have a great rest of the week. And then we'll see you next week. Peace out.